What up, everybody? It's your man, Dame DNYDC. Two mics up. Man, we back. And look, I'm just going to get into it tonight, man, because rocking with me on the other mic. I have a, a very special guest, celebrity guest. Uh, and, you know, she's really starting to uh, appear in a lot of things and in a lot of places. And I'm really honored that she took time out of her busy schedule to sit here with not only me, but with us tonight. And, you know, we're going to dig in. Uh, you know, to tonight's guest, we're gonna get in her business. We're gonna go ahead and chop it up. We're gonna just go get get all of it in her business and, and learn more about tonight's guest, the amazing, the incomparable, the talented Miss April Hale. April, thank you so much for taking time out for joining us this evening. How you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me. How uh, are look, you? Uh, look, I'm blessed. I'm blessed when I get to sit here and and talk with someone like yourself. You know, you have really, I guess, if you will, starting to take over by storm. You know, you are starting to really show up and show out. Uh, and I must say, uh, you really caught my attention in, in two pieces recently. Um, you know, uh, saw you in the, the Nightmare Neighborhood Moms, you know, mm -hmm. Lifetime Joint. Uh, you know, my wife, yeah, she makes me sometimes sit in the corner <laughs> and behave. Blame it on the wife. Blame it on the wife. I got hey, you. <laughs> hey, look here. I'm Orlando. I like I like Elemen. You know, they, they be having some really good joints. Happen to see yeah. you in that. And also in Queen Queen Rising. Uh yeah. another joint that you know just came out recently. And you know, you're really you know, before we get into that, I want to kind of take a step back, if if you will. Mm -hmm. Because you know, like I said earlier, I want to jump in your business real quick and get to know you better and, and get to know April better. So we have a little segment, you know, like we like to called Quick Hitters, you know, we saying hello, April. Uh, so I want to ask you, you know, as a child, mm -hmm. what did you want to do when you grew up? Growing up, I wanted to be a nurse. What? Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought I wanted to be a nurse um, because I was like, I want to I want to take care of people, you know, work in a hospital, <laughs> you know, and take care of the sick, you know, and my family gets sick, I want to help them. <clears throat> but as I got older <laughs> and classes started to develop and uh, math got harder, uh -huh. science got harder. I realized, you know what? I'm a left brainer. <laughs> creative. I'm a creator. And uh, that's for those right brain people. I, yeah. I, I struggled in math, science, <laughs> all that stuff. And I was like, oh, you got to have a lot of that. So I had to... I had to uh, shift. <laughs> yeah, not, look, there's nothing wrong with that. At least you caught caught on early on uh, and mm -hmm. was able to make that pivot to do that because I'm not creative at all. I <laughs> couldn't. You know, I was that kid in class when back in my day, we used to write the little stick figures in a book and we used to flip the pages. Uh -huh. Yeah, that was my creativity. That was the hype. <laughs> that was hey, the hype of my creativity. <laughs> no, that, that, that wasn't my style. But fast forward, into, so we talked about your childhood, right? So now, look, we grown, we talking grown and sexy. Every now and then, maybe after a hard day on the set, you know, maybe, you know, out there, you know, doing on your grind, you know, going out for these roles and everything. You sit down at the end of the day and, you know, I'm not going to assume that you're a drinker because we shouldn't. But if you were to partake in the beverage, mm -hmm. would it be red or white? 
Okay, so I will start by saying I am not a drinker. Okay. But, and I never have. I mean, I've tasted things over the years, you know, the peer pressure from your friends. Hey, you, it, you know, <laughs> it's good. No, it tastes like Robitussin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I think if I were a drinker, I would be a white wine drinker. Hmm. And, and and why does, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. why do you think that white would be more your style? You know, I've always heard that red wine drinkers are like wine connoisseurs. Um, they know more about wine, you know. Um, I think it typically typically tends to be stronger. And I've heard red wine drinkers are early risers. I'm a night owl. Hey, and I I don't know if it's just a you know a myth, but I, was I think like, it's a myth. Cause see, I love red wine, right? But see, okay. I too like you. See, I'm a night owl. Okay. Don't don't ask me to do anything, even like work. Like most people, like 10 30, 11 o'clock is kind of when I'm yeah. I'm really starting to kind of really come out of my slumber. Same you see, I, I work better in the evening, but yeah, I think it's a myth. But because you it know, yeah, yeah, I think it's a myth. <laughs> I think. so yeah. you know, with that then, right? So uh-huh. now that being grown in section, everything, you know, your your success is grown and, and you're 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 showing up and showing out, like I said, but I really want to know like what is it that motivates April to continue, you know, to strive and, and put out, you know, that, that shine, that shine and light that you give in your work uh, that we see on screen? Um, okay. Well, first off, what motivates me is, is being uh, the desire to be a small part of history um, mm, wow. to make an impact on people mm. in some way, if I can. Um I mean, of course, uh, a career that I chose, you know, could potentially change my life financially. And that's that's Mm. all great. And that's who, you know, and I get to do what I love to do and get paid for it. I mean, that was initially that was the Mm. that was one of the first things. But um, but to make an impact, you know, uh, in a a way and to influence others, because, you know, I've had a lot of people that I've known that say, wow, you you inspire me. I thought I could never do that. But you make me want to pursue it. And those things just give you the warm fuzzies. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I love I love that, you know, and I, and I can, you know, I guess that all ties back into you, like that wanting to uh, be a nurse. You know, the, the, that caregiver or that community uh, yeah. is ingrained in you. And, and, and I can see that. I can hear that just in how you explain that. So, you know, thank you for allowing us to kind of dig in your business, get in your bag for a little bit. But now, you know, we want to get into the meat. Like, what was mm-hmm. that thing? That, that really got you into acting or how did you, you know, get into acting? Well, I feel like the first feeling I got, I feel like was like every time I went to a movie, movie theater and saw like a mm-hmm. really, really good movie. Uh, and especially if I saw um, an actor that reminded me of myself, even even an older version of myself, um, the feeling that it gave. I wanted to be able to do that for other people. And I felt that I had I, I had it inside me, you know what I'm saying? And it was this mm-hmm. just this desire. I was like, I wanna, I wanna do that. Like, you know what I'm right, saying? So that, right. that was the initial spark. Um, but growing up, uh, my mom, she writes on the side and she she wrote some plays back in the day that I was a part of. And so I was, you know, able to get into that. And then I got in college and started um I did I did plays and short films and things like that. So that kind of kick started. 
that journey. Yeah, that journey. So mm -hmm. you, you mentioned plays, and I always, you know, I like to ask when you when you have the, the presence of, uh, of someone like yourself, you know, what is it like for you? Like, would you prefer to continue to do more maybe stage or live work because the energy is different? Like you feed off of that energy or do you find, uh, like you say, your creative side of being able to develop a character, if you will, is that really more like really what suits you where you are right now? Yeah, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like on camera suits me better. Um, I do love the energy uh, that stage plays bring, you know, and you mm -hmm. get that feedback from the audience. But I feel like just the intimacy of, of the screen and being able to really dig into the character and not to broaden yourself so that the audience can feel you. You want to be able to do it in the small moments. I, that's what I what resonates better for me. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, yeah, I, I can I can see it. Like I say, the the couple of pieces that I've, I've been able to see of you recently, like you. You have this uh, this persona, if you will, mm -hmm. that is really uh, is naturally grabbing, uh, if you will. Like when you watch, you just have to you have to watch and pay attention. So you know, if y'all haven't been following April, y'all need to make sure you start following her. And I want to know then, you know, with your career, you know, on the uprise, you know, you know who is or maybe who was, you know, your biggest inspiration, you know, mm -hmm. in acting. You know, I, I say my mom, you know, what? because it was, an yeah, she was an influence because of her creativity and her writing and being able to be a part of some of the plays that, that she put on back home at church. Um, it was inspiring and she's always very encouraging um, about it because she actually wrote my first short film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she wrote it. And okay. uh, yeah, so it kind of... Um, I, I guess it's a hereditary gene there. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Go so, mom. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Shout out to moms. I love I love that. And, you know, I mean, I love it because that, that's something that uh, a lot of times you don't hear, uh, yeah. you know, that that spark. So, all right, shout out to mom, putting their work and passing that along, passing that baton along, yeah. uh, you know, to, to April. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think, you know, as a fan, right, April, you know, mm -hmm. we have the pleasure of sitting back sometimes and we, we get caught up uh, in the glitz, you know, mm -hmm. the glamor and, and everything that that's the exterior, if you will. Yeah. But I'm curious for you, uh, what, you know, what is this something that maybe we, as the audience, we don't see that maybe is a big negative, you know, or hurdle for you as an artist? You know, I think the biggest that kind of sticks out for me um, is when other artists or friends don't support each other. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, because I've I've seen that, and I've seen those who do as well, and um, and it feeds that energy. But there's also those who feel like there's not enough room for us all, and there really is, especially mm. now. I mean, you know, all these streaming services and. And black people, I mean, we popping like, come true, on, true. Like, yeah, come on now, keep it real, keep it real. <laughs> um, and there's just so many roles, so many shows, so many movies, and everybody, there's enough for everybody out there. So I just feel like I've seen some people uh, show a bit of uh, jealousy towards other towards wow. other actors or entertainers in whatever uh, field mm -hmm. that they're in, but. Uh, 
yeah, I feel like that's the biggest hurdle because as black people, we we tend to feel like there's not enough room and there is, you know, and, and so. I like how you say, because I mean, I've, I've had the pleasure of talking to a few others, you know, and, and similar thing, you know, somewhere on the line of, and maybe it was, you know, it was during the pandemic too. So yeah. I'm pretty sure things had, had dried up, if you will. Uh, yes, they the pandemic. Yeah, right. So, so we'll put that on on cyber. But now coming out, though, you know, are are there spaces in places now? You know, because we we know about LA, uh, we know about Atlanta now. You know, Tyler Perry and the work that he's doing. But are there oh, yeah. other hotbeds now, like that, are really popping up? You know, across the country. You know, where we're seeing more artists of color really mm -hmm. being being able to shine that maybe a lot don't know about because those two are the first two that pop out to me always la and Atlanta. Yeah, yes for sure for sure um there's some other areas i mean they may not have as much opportunity but it's start it's starting to grow uh north carolina has al always had um uh, a space for us as well um mm -hmm. and also in, in new orleans um, a lot of films being done now that way. Uh, and, and hey, let, let me shout out my hometown. I'm from Memphis. And <laughs> look, look, Memphis is starting to grow in that arena because I, I actually did a movie in Memphis uh, right. as well. That's right. Yeah. And uh, and it, 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 it was really great. And they're actually filming Young Rock in Memphis. Okay. A lot of people don't know that they've been filming Young Rock in Memphis, and I think it's going on a third season or something like that. But yeah, they had another show prior to that. Yeah, so yeah, I feel like, like the South is starting to pop. You know, okay, okay. <laughs> Look at we, the South is on the rise again. And hey, speaking of you know Memphis, mm -hmm. and uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know one of your films, and I, and I want to ask this too because you know acting experiences like you know like your recent ones you know nightmare uh neighborhood moms which that was that was ill you know you've been on general hospital you know the upshaws uh and you mentioned memphis uh, once a queen rising yeah. was there and you know filmed in memphis um, yes out of, out of all of these experiences though like which one stands out the most to you or maybe means the most to you and i think i know now yeah, uh, but okay, talk about it, you know, and, and why, you know, really talk about it and why. Yeah, so I, I will say um, there's a special, there's something special about each project that I've been in. But I will say Queen Rising being shot in Memphis and being mm -hmm. um, cast in Memphis and the whole crew was Memphis based. Uh, that was special to me in itself. Um, but also... I got to do my own stunts, <laughs> like fully. That's yes, the first time that I fully, yeah, done my own stunts. Um, you know, I've done stunts in some other movies, but not the hard parts. They'll bring in a stunt double, right. and I'm like, okay, handle that. But, it, <laughs> but in this movie, they trained us to do our own stunts, and mm. that that feels like an accomplishment because I'm like, oh, I can. I can do this and I'm still alive. Okay. To right. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, it. So, so, like, what what was that part like for you? You know, because that's really stepping out of your box as as an actress. Um, yeah. and, and like, what kind of training, you know, did you have to go through to to be able to perform your own show? Like, how long was that training, and like, how intense did it really get for you? Like, at one point, did you even think like, I, I, look, I'm not doing this no more? You know what? I never felt like I'm not doing this because it's not. It wasn't. I mean, I wasn't jumping from a plane or anything like okay. that. But Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but but we did get trained, um, you know, by a kickboxer at a gym, and then it, for one other scene, um, 
uh, judo uh, uh, training. So it wasn't extensive. It didn't last okay. you know, longer than a day. Okay. But um, but there was you know choreography involved mm. in that, and 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 there could be a little bit of danger involved in that. Just depending if you if you don't do it right. right. Uh, so so yeah yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't too crazy. It was safe. It was safe. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep that money maker right. You know, we we not gonna you know, get too crazy. Like, <laughs> I, I I feel you. I feel you on that. So you know, on the on in that movie. Uh, well, not that movie. Um. Nightmare, nightmare neighborhood moms, right? So watching that, and I and I went back and actually watched some of it before, you know, filming again just to refresh myself. Yeah. Your role as Charlotte in the movie, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and without really giving it for those who maybe haven't seen it, you know, I, her role was very critical in that movie. And I'm just curious for you looking at that first, but also in your other roles, like how did how do you dig in? And really develop and prepare your characters to bring them to life. Because when you bring them to life, they're powerful and they're real. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'm just curious about how you do that. Well, I try to tap in to my own personal story. So mm. uh, I try to find something personal that relates to the character. Something personal that relates with me. And um, in particular with uh, Charlotte and Nightmare Neighborhood Moms. Charlotte's character, you know, she's the protagonist. She's the nice one, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and our villain was really a villain. She was jealous. She, you know what I'm saying? You Ooh, saw off the chain, right? And I feel like I feel like everybody has experienced a Bonnie in their lives. The villain, yes, yes, everybody has experienced one of those. Yes. And so, like initially going into uh, this audition, my my initial reaction would be to clap back at her. You know, mm -hmm. if she says this to me or she looks at me funny, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, I'm gonna play it back and I'm gonna give you a look. Right. You know, but I wanna shout out uh, uh, Julian Irons, um, homegirl. She, she coached me on that mm -hmm. audition and it really helped because she reminded me in real life, we don't always clap back at people, maybe subtly, True. but we don't always just come for, you know what I mean? True. Because True. certain personalities are strong and we don't want to show out or we want to embarrass ourselves. True. So we, we try to hold things in a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes when you're auditioning, you want to say, oh, I would do this. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't always do. You wouldn't always go it, for the guts. Like, you know, so um, so that true. that really helped. Thinking about how I have handled certain situations in real life with the Bonnies that I've met. <laughs> And, and it's true because I, I know my wife and I. We're sitting there like, oh, wait a minute, no, girl, no, she didn't. You know, you know what I'm saying. But, but the reality of it is, you're right. There are situations that we've all been in at times like that. Because when yeah. you mention that, I can think of times where uh, things have happened, or sometimes my wife will she'll just touch my hand. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And and it's kind of give me that. Okay. Or there's been times where something, and you know, and I I'll just. You know, I might step in front of her or just kind of nudge her and just yeah. kind of give her that look. You know, and it and it's true because uh, yeah. you you're I don't want to say we, we've trained, but I don't even know if it's desensitized sometimes now. But we've we've become so aware of so much of this now, yeah. That you do actually train yourself. You know what? Maybe this situation is not the proper situation to sound off and and, <laughs> and buck off. You know, right. if you will. So, and, and that's why that. That's how it was in the movie, you know, watching it. Not because, like I said, my wife and I, we was amped up. We was like, it's like, wait a minute. 
But she got a what date? Wait a minute, girl. You I know you're gonna say it right here. <laughs> Real talk. Wait, wait a minute, you too. Like you gonna let her <laughs> look? I mean, yeah, it was real talk. But you, like I said, you really brought that that visual to life. And you know, on the flip side of that, mm-hmm. you know, speaking of life, you know, mm-hmm. in today's society, I think so much is going on. Yeah, uh, a lot of times people say that you know, art imitates life, if you will. And I'm curious, from your opinion, you know, being being an artist, being an actress. Do you think that, you know, maybe TV or cinema today portrays life accurately or is or is it more of a negative influence? Both. Um, I I think in some ways it portrays it accurately. Um, Unfortunately, there is a lot of violence in the world. Mm. You know, there's a lot of uh, crime and things like that. And in TV and films, they they show that. Right. We've seen it around us. We've seen. drug deals, all kinds of things happen in real life that we see on TV and film. Um, And sometimes when it comes to love stories, like it portrays it in a very positive way. And sometimes it's real, but I feel like the negative side to uh, it being portrayed on TV and film is that when it's something negative, they take it to the 10th power. Mm, Good point. Yeah. And the thing about that is, and I get why they do that. It's how you hold your audience. Right, you don't want to be right. bored. It's, right. it's it's what keeps us turning the, turning the back. Right. All right. You keep know coming what I mean? back, keep coming back for more. It, exactly. It keeps us coming back for more. But the negative side to that is that some minds, especially really young people coming up, Agreed. they're not equipped to handle that. And Agreed. sometimes they it and they think oh this is this is real life no it's not this is supposed to be entertainment but they don't know mm-hmm. how to handle that and they take mm-hmm. it into their their real lives and it can be detrimental at times unfortunately mm-hmm. um but it yeah, could also be a positive thing if, if you're showing something positive you know there's lots of positive tv and film that we see um and i feel like that influences people in a positive way so yeah i think both yeah it's true uh, you know it's hard it's definitely hard with the positive side that it seems like we've been so desensitized to things where we don't even recognize positivity anymore. Or if we do, it makes people uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we'd rather be doing uh, the negative things because that's what everybody else is doing. So it makes us comfortable in doing it. And I, I really agree with you, you know, and I I get that disconnect. Uh, I don't Mm -hmm. know where that disconnect lies, how as parents uh, in today's world, you know, because then, we have all of these running around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kids are living on those. Uh, I, I just don't know. Uh, I mean, I love, I, I grew up as a a movie kid. Uh-huh. So, you know, that time was always, uh, I don't want to say an escape, but, you know, your imagination can run wild and you can really see things through a different lens. Uh, and I'm mm-hmm. curious then too, like for you, like when you're picking maybe, let's say your projects, mm-hmm. uh, do you look for, for certain elements, you know, maybe in a storyline or in a particular character that, you know, like you said, because you like to build from within yourself, you know, you pull from yourself. Is that something that really means a lot to you when you're picking maybe a job or selecting work to work on, you know, for you? Yes. I mean, sometimes I do like to choose characters that's outside of myself because it's fun, Mm. but, um, but I also like roles that um, relate to me as well. And I, and I actually, and I also don't, I have um, 
a limitation to what roles I'll accept, hmm. you know, morally, you know, there's just certain roles oh, okay. I just won't, won't do because I don't want to influence people in a very negative way. So gotcha. it's not all about money for me, you know, mm -hmm. it's about what I'm putting out into the world. So, so yeah. I, you know, that, that, you know, I know we're coming to that, but that's a challenging question, right? Like, cause some actors or I, like my wife and I, we, we used to laugh, um, like Wesley Snipes per, per se, not, Wesley, there's nothing per just an example. <laughs> we used to think that, you know, early on in his days, there was always like some type of naked scene or some type of sex scene, you mm. know, stripped down scene mm -hmm. uh, in a movie. And it's mm -hmm. interesting, as you say, like, though, that's a moral choice, the moral, moral value right. um, that comes with your success, too, though. Right. Like, mm -hmm. does that. And again, I'm only asking this because you're you're more in the industry. Than, and I'm just curious, you know, like, does that pressure start mm -hmm. to weigh on you like the more that you're advancing? Because like from where you are to where, where you've come to where you are now. And as you advance, you think that it's going to become more of a pressure? Like, come on, April. Not, it's just not, the, not for me. Yeah, okay. not not for me personally. Um, I've turned down some pretty big auditions uh, that I because it's if it doesn't make me feel good okay. inside, gotcha. it's not worth it for me. I, I and that. this is no judgment on anybody for what whatever role right. they choose. You know what I'm right. saying? It has to. It just has to make you feel right. And mm. so. My goal as an actor has never been to be a superstar. Gotcha. If it happens, okay, fine. <laughs> but, um, it's never, it's never been that because I've never had a uh, a by all by any means necessary uh, personality. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to do what I love to do and impact people in a positive way by doing it. And I love that's, to make those calls while doing it. <laughs> I, and look, and that's what I, I love it because you can you can hear and see the humility and the groundedness, if you will. You know, you're very grounded in, in who you are, and and that's beautiful. And may may you continue to stay that way. And from your mouth to God's ears, put those coins and put that money in the bag for you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> keep it going. Keep that success going. And look, this has been you know an amazing conversation. As we come to the end, I I I'll be remiss without asking, you know. April, what do you have next that maybe you can talk about okay. that we should be paying attention to, be looking for <laughs> from April Hill? Okay, well, what I have coming up next, uh, well, first I have uh, another Lifetime movie um, that will be coming out uh, this year that I wrapped up in uh, early March. Mm -hmm. um, tentative title is Cheating Moms, but I think the title will be changed. Okay. Um, so that'll be coming out this year. But I also just wrapped a movie just recently. Uh, they actually are wrapping today. My character already wrapped, but they just finally um, are wrapping today. And it's a horror. All right. uh, yeah, it's called Stay Out. And it will be out, I hear. In June on BET Plus. Okay. Be looking out for that. Uh, that's sure a. Will. I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, yeah, because I, I I like horror movies. Um, I like horror, I like sci-fi, any you know anything like that. But and so okay. it was like really fun. This character was 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 really fun. So um, yeah. So the lead uh uh in that movie is Kareem Grimes, great actor, great guy. Um, so yeah. So be looking out for that on BET Plus. Well, look, we're going to make sure that we 
we try to add that in the notes, and we're going to keep that and share that for our followers. We're also going to allow you to take a moment. Please share, you know, any social media information that you like. I want to make sure that we put that out in the show notes as well. We want to go ahead, man, get your support and followers out there, man, because I, I think you're an amazing actress. Uh, and I, and I so want everyone much. else to, to follow along and watch you continue to grow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you can follow me uh, on IG at I am April Hale. And my Facebook is just April Hale. Um, I have a Twitter. I don't really use it. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we will drop all of that in the show notes. April, thank you again. Uh, it's been you, my... Oh, of course. It's my honor and pleasure um, to, to have you sit here and take time out. Uh, if there's anything or, you know, you want to come back, this is your home too now. We'd love to be able to go ahead and talk some more, some of your new projects when they come out uh, and talk it. about those. You're more than welcome anytime, sis. Uh, continue success to you and everything that you're doing from your mouth to God's ears. Seriously, um, you know, you're a shining light in our community uh, and, and a true blessing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks oh, for having me. It's a blessing to be oh, on the show. <laughs> thank you so much. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your man, Dame DNYDC. You can follow Two Mics Up across all our social media, IG, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Two Mics Up. This is season five, y'all. We are on Mogul TV Global Network. Make sure you go ahead and you go ahead and head over to Mogul TV. It's on your Amazon and Roku devices. Check out Two Mics Up. And like we always do at this time, ladies and gentlemen, may you stay safe. Stay blessed. Mike's out.